PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome to this week's PDPW podcast. And in today's modern world, some may think a better way to communicate is upgrading their smartphone. But Hank Wagner reminds us, despite the benefits of modern technology, there are other specific seeds we need to plant when communicating with others. Let's listen as Hank shares with us a way to better invest in communication. And you don't even have to text or tweet. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be with you on this really, really important day. Yes, today is a really special day, a really important day. And I'm sure you're wondering why is that? It's not a holiday. It's not a, a necessarily somebody's birthday. It's not my birthday, and it's probably not your birthday. Why is today so special or important? It's because today is the first day of the rest of your life. And today can be the day that you take one small step in a different direction to bring about some positive change in your life. A tiny small step in a different direction that's followed by another small step tomorrow will bring about a dramatically different outcome or end. So it's not where you've come from. It's not really what's happened in your past. It's about what are you going to do to rewrite your future. So today we're going to take a step further in talking about communication in regards to relationships. And hopefully, after last week's podcast, if you didn't listen to that, we talked about the why of communication. Hopefully, after listening to that podcast, you've thought into and bought into the idea or concept about the reasons why it's very beneficial for you to invest in better communication. You've hopefully thought about the relationships that are important to you and why it's beneficial to invest in them, have better communication to improve those precious, valuable relationships. So the first question I would ask you is think about what kind of harvest you're currently achieving in regards to communication and or relationships. What does the harvest look like? What are your relationships like? Would you rank them a 10, an 8, a 5, a 4? What kind of harvest are you achieving? Because that's a really big clue to the seeds that you're planting. If you want better communication, if you want a better relationship, then you need to plant more seeds in that area. The seeds that you are planting are related to the harvest that you're getting. You want to change the harvest? Change the seed. So we're going to talk about today the when of communication. And I feel a little bit bad because last week we talked about the why and I feel like I didn't give you any tools or or any things you could go home and easily put into practice. I more so talked about a a mentality, an attitude, or a way of thinking in regards to the importance of communication. And today I want to go a little bit further and, and give you some tools and help you see when is a good time to apply some of these things, but the how, 
where the rubber meets the road is not going to happen until next week. So hang in there. Be committed. This is a, this is a process. A process that actually should continue for the rest of our lives. We're not going to go over everything you need to know about communication. It's impossible because it's a process. It's a journey and one that should be committed to and invested in for the rest of our lives. So let's talk about this when. I guess in my opinion, there's no time like the present. So a good time is now, today. Think into something you're going to do to invest in or to improve communication in some sort of relationship or all relationships. Now I have this little chart that I picked up that I want to share and it shows four boxes. One large square with four individual boxes. And on the left side, outside of that square or those four individual boxes, on the top row, on the left side of the top row, there's a word called urgent. So those top two boxes, that top row, are urgent. On the left side of the bottom row, the bottom two boxes, is not urgent. And then on the top of this square or this group of four boxes, the first column is the word important. And the second row of two boxes, or the second column, is the word unimportant. And then here's the, the instructions related to those four words as far as what you should do with things when they come to you. So the top left box, if it's both urgent and important, you should do it. The box below it, the left-hand bottom box, which is not urgent but still important, you should defer it. top right-hand box, which is urgent but unimportant, you should delegate it. And then the bottom right-hand box, which is not urgent and not important, you should dump it. Now, that metric is really describing mail or in some cases, tasks that we have to do. But unfortunately, I think communication and relationships also get thrown into this equation. If it's not urgent and not important, it just gets dumped, deferred, or delegated. Unless it fits into the urgent and important category, it doesn't get dealt with. It doesn't get invested in. It doesn't get time allotted to it. And unfortunately, I think it's impossible to delegate communication in your own relationships. I think it's impossible to have a strong relationship 
if you don't make communication both urgent and important. So what I want to talk to you a little bit about are two different forms of communication. There's the proactive or preventative side of communication. And then there's the reactive area of communication. And I guess I would think about it this way. We talked about a harvest and you get the harvest related to the seeds that you plant. I think in regards to relationships and communication, we should plant seeds to the harvest we expect. Plant to what we want out of our relationships and out of our communication. So if we want solid relationships that are filled with respect and value and love and empathy and encouragement and learning, then we need to plant seeds, we need to invest to be able to have that. So the proactive or preventative side says, begin with the end in mind, like Stephen Covey talks about. What is your vision? What do you see as possible for your relationship, whether it be with your spouse, with your children, with your family, with your family business, or any other relationship that you decide to think into? What do you see as possible? What is your vision? And then what seeds do you want to plant to be proactive or preventative in regards to communication? Or you can be reactive. And unfortunately, that's where a lot of communication ends up. Think of this harvest again. The reactive side is dealing with the harvest gone wrong. All of a sudden we have a problem. We have an issue. So it's time to be reactive and deal with this problem or issue. Deal with this harvest that's going wrong. We've got a, a farmer in our area who traditionally plants his corn very late in the season. And a lot of times his harvest never matures. His corn never gets ripe. So if we treat communication the same way and we don't be proactive or preventative and invest timely in good communication, proper communication, necessary communication, we shouldn't be surprised that our harvest is either non-existent or not ideal. And I would suggest that if we're having too much reactive communication, dealing with things that have gone wrong or are going wrong in regards to relationships, whatever they may be, that's a very strong clue or message that we need to be more aggressive and intentional about planting some preventative or proactive seeds in regards to communication in our relationships. So today in this culture we're in, it's 
It's not becoming easier. Email has been around for a while, but now we've got texting, social media, Snapchat, and all of the other avenues to have less than great communication. It's making face-to-face, heart-to-heart, high-quality communication almost non-existent. So if we rely on our culture and what's happening today to be the, the model to follow, we shouldn't be surprised that our relationships are failing or not living up to their full potential. So I want to address the, the reactive first. When is a good time to deal with an harvest gone wrong, a problem, an issue? And I, I guess my thinking would be immediately. If we've got a crop that's failing out in the field, we don't wait for a week or two hoping things will improve. If we've got an animal that's sick, we immediately give it attention or call a veterinarian. If we've got a health problem or a toothache, we give it immediate attention. So if there's a problem in a relationship regarding communication, one should it be dealt with? And I would say immediately. We have this standard in our home family, especially in our marriage, and it's one of the things we've learned over time. I shared with you last week, we didn't start out with a very good marriage in regards to communication, but we've learned. And one of the things we've learned is that we've placed certain parameters, rules, boundaries around how we communicate. And we're going to touch more on that next week as we jump into the how but let me just come back to this when if there's a problem if there's an issue deal with it now deal with it right away and one of the boundaries parameters rules that Pam and I have is we don't go to bed angry if there's a problem we deal with it and what's interesting is if it's dealt with correctly properly it doesn't take a lot of time if we go back to those nine words we talked about in an earlier podcast, I think they should be included in every reactive communication that's trying to be solved. We're touching on the how a little bit, but I guess I'm encouraging you to consider placing some boundaries on how long you're willing to go before you deal with the problem in communication. If it's in your marriage, maybe the standard is you don't go to bed angry. Or maybe you allow 24 hours and within 24 hours it gets taken care of. And I realize there's this question of, well, what is taken care of? And we're trying to touching on the how a little bit, which we're going to go to next week. But just to give you some tools or something to attach to this take care of it now, what's wrong with applying those nine words? 
truly listening as the other person says, I feel hurt because. And then not being judgmental and quickly going to the place of apologizing and saying, I am sorry. I love you. I believe in you. I respect you. I value you. That can be done in a matter of seconds and can bring an immediate end to an ugly, reactive, hurtful communication event. So in terms of reactive communication, get the mentality to not leave it go. Don't bury things. Don't put it off. Take care of it. Get in the habit. Get the structure, the routine, the behavior to take care of bad or poor communication immediately. And we'll talk a little bit more about that next week. Then there's the preventative or proactive side. When is a good time? I think it's the same as also true. There's no time like the present. Do it now. Try to get it into that important and urgent category. Don't wait until you have problems or issues. If you want corn, you plant corn and you plant it early and you take care of it. Expecting a large abundant harvest. If you want strong relationships, then plant good communication. Plant it early and often. Don't wait until there's a problem or an issue. Now, I, I understand that we don't come out of the womb with good communication skills. It's something that needs to be learned, grown, developed, matured. And you've heard the statement, practice makes perfect. If you look at anybody who's good at a sport, even though they may have some natural abilities, some natural talent in regards to that sport, they continued to grow and develop. They continued to practice. Every successful sports team has regular practice. And during those practices, they learn. They learn new techniques and new ideas. And they practice them. They do them over and over again until they become routine. They make mistakes during those practices. And they learn from their mistakes. And they do them over and over again until they eliminate those mistakes. Or at least minimize them. If you want to be a really good public speaker, you can't just sit at home and read books. You've got to get out and speak to people. And in the process of doing that, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Boy, do I understand that. You miss the mark. And it's okay. You learn from them. It's the same thing with communication. If you don't actively communicate, you can't expect it to just naturally, automatically improve or grow to the level 
that allows you to have a great harvest in your relationships. You've got to practice. You've got to spend time. Put it on the calendar. Get it on the calendar. Remember, your checkbook and your calendar shows what's really important. If relationships and communication are important, then get it on the calendar. A couple of potential ideas. Have a date night. If your spouse is important to you, and I certainly hope that that's the case, then plug in a date night. Maybe it's the first Monday of every month. Or maybe it's every Monday. Or maybe it's, if you don't do it at all now, it's every other month. Do something. Take that first step to be intentional about spending some quality time to communicate with that person that's important to you. Family night. Picking a night, especially if you have young children in your family. As our children were growing up, Monday nights were family night. And our employees were instructed that unless the barn was burning down, to not come and bother us. We live on the farm. So we would be out on the front yard playing ball or croquet or, or riding bicycle or, or whatever the event happened to be. And our employees knew that that was important. And that we didn't want to be distracted unless something was really, really important. Play together, learn together, read a specific book together. On some of those family nights, we would have very intentional movies that we would watch that would help build the character and the integrity and the values of our children. And we would communicate about what we learned or what we saw. So think into the specific area that you would like to have a bigger, better harvest in regards to communication and a specific relationship. And there's nothing wrong with picking multiple relationships, but pick something, some small step in a different direction today. Set that date night. Set something with your children or your family in place to make sure their only communication isn't with Snapchat, texting, Facebook, social media. Help them be actively engaged with the form of communication that you want to instill in them for the rest of their lives. The same thing with our family businesses. If those relationships, if those people are important in our family business, whether they be family members or employees, they're all important. Are we willing to invest in and be strategic with time spent on communication? Not just 
giving and receiving proper communication, but training them of the importance and training them the hows on communication. It's kind of strange that if people are sick, they're expected to go to the doctor. We expect them to go for help. If they have a toothache, we expect them to go for help from a dentist. If we have one of our animals not doing well, we give it immediate assistance, we give it help, we may call a veterinarian. If our crops are struggling, we bring out a consultant, an expert to help us. We think nothing of investing in or calling for help in all of these other areas. But when it comes to relationships, communication, people skills, it's looked down on or frowned upon to get help. Be willing to ask for help, to look for help, to expect help. You're likely already doing the things that you already know how to do. It's those things you don't know that need to be applied. And how are you going to learn them if you don't get engaged with somebody else? Read a book. Read a book together as a family or as a team or as a marriage. Bring somebody in to talk to your children or your family. Hire a family or people consultant. There's no time like the present. Don't wait. Don't put it off. Don't put it on the someday list. Because those someday things oftentimes never happen. This week, think into those important relationships and what might be one step that you can take to bring that communication and that relationship to a place that you never thought possible. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. And a reminder for more resources and other podcasts, go to pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Brought to you by the PDPW. Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.